Hi, everybody. Welcome. It's another edition of Heavy Friending, the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Yes. I'm Joe. I'm Laura. We uh, <laughs> are here, and we're happy, and we're so yes. glad you downloaded this or you streamed it. It's it's all yeah. the same to us. We're just glad you're here. Well, saying we are here, it's a big deal, okay? Because true. it takes a lot these days to be here, to be anywhere. To be anywhere. present, Yes. Yes. We've all checked out, you know? It's true. So to be here, it took a lot. It took a lot for us to do that. Um, It takes a lot to get up out of bed. It takes a lot to take a shower or brush your teeth. You know, it's a struggle. So yeah, we are here and you are welcome. And you're here. And thank you. And thank you also. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you. thank you. I think what's most exciting to me is knowing that this podcast will be saved eventually in the Smithsonian because it will be documenting this weird, you know, some call it this weird time, this crazy cuckoo. Yeah, that's what people are calling it. Time, this uh, This unprecedented. They're saying it's, it's, it's troubling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They don't see, they don't know when it's going to end, you know? So this podcast Um, is really uh, a historical record and people will listen to it. Uh, Oh, I guess we should say hi to our future listeners. In oh the yeah, year, for sure. In the year three thousand, if the Earth is still uh, here by then and inhabitable, well, of course, then yes, of course, yeah. it'll be here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but hello that's, to that's up for debate. Isn't hello it? to them. We, you know, we, you know how we think about people like from uh, the seventeen hundreds, and we're like, oh my gosh, those people talk funny and they wore weird little oh, tights. And they probably smelled so bad. That's what I think every time. I'm like, oh god, their breath. Oh god, their body odor. Yeah, and they probably had all these like pains and stuff that they couldn't really do anything mm-hmm. about. Ailments, that's how they—that's they, right, ailments, and they had ointments <laughs> for the ailments. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're gonna think—they're gonna think we talk so quaintly. Yeah, they're gonna say the vocabulary on them. Yeah. Very, very bad. Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, this is Heavy Friending. It's Austin's number one friendship-based podcast. And, you know, another reason that the Smithsonian may want this podcast may not have anything to do with COVID, but it may have to do with the fact that what we've done on this podcast has kind of never been done before. We've we've documented a uh, friendship from its infancy into its um, kind of uh, geriatric stage. Yes, it, um, it yeah. should have been, you know allowed to peacefully die <laughs> yeah we're just <laughs> hanging on you know? you know should be able to pull the plug at mm-hmm. this point people come up and they say oh sh- they don't have long you know and we're like yeah wait and see bitch isn't there wait a humane see. way to let this thing end mm-hmm. but they reach for the pillow and we you know what we struggle and we we fight against it and we, and we come back each week with a new episode but we certainly pause and we give it good thought at whether we should continue to go on. That's true. And and then there's sometimes when we don't put an episode out and people are like, did, did they go? You know, it's like when you, you know what it's like, the doctors are going, they're rubbing the, uh, the paddles together and they're oh, saying the clear. Yeah. And, and all you hear is beep. And, you know, we don't put an episode out and that's what they're hearing is the beep. And they don't know just one more shock. And then we're going to get that. We're back. You know, yeah. it's very hard to get rid of us. 
That's true. So. And I, w- I didn't want to record today. Yeah. I yeah, said, I don't like it when I ask you if we're going to record and then you and your reply <laughs> is, uh, okay. Well, you know, that's not how I like to start the episode. It's on the more positive spectrum because it's not like, uh, mm. uh is neutral. No, it's actually, not. uh is probably uh negative. Is laced with negativity. Yeah, but then okay is like, it's neutral. Fine, I'll do it. I don't yeah. want to. <laughs> So you see exactly. how that's fine. So it's not, yeah, it's not a great vibe really to start with, but I am a positive person, so I am able to overlook it. And also I'm just used to your negativity at this point. So I just it, it's like water off a duck's back. Well, I'm I'm Mr. Positivity and the, well, the listeners are loyal some days listeners. You're not. No. Some days you're not. Today you weren't, and you can't always be. And so I'll I'll pick up the slack today. Okay. And I'll I'll be positive today. How oh, so then permission for me to be negative. Yes, permission granted. Sorry. Oh, thank you, thank you, Sergeant. Um, no, but I'm, I'm not Captain. Okay, Colonel. What's above? I don't even know the ranks. So, I think like, generals. General. Good. Okay, yeah. I'll do general then, and you can be private. <laughs> That's the I am very private. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm actually not in a bad mood. I just didn't think we were going to do it, and I had like I went out in public today. So, but I told just, you today was the like only day. I told you today was the only day we could do it. I guess I forgot and didn't care that you said that. Okay, cool. Um, I do, I, before we, we have a we have a plan today, you guys, of something we are going to do. Okay, Whoa. and we're doing this because of y'all. But before we do that, I want to tell y'all that today I got tested for COVID. Nineteen. And yes. Okay. Not not yeah, because uh, some people get it confused um, with ninety one. So it was, but it's COVID nineteen. It was, COVID, not COVID-19. Uh-huh. Um, I got the nose swabby swabs. First of all, it was awesome. I made an appointment ahead of time, which is essentially they take in, they take walk-ins at this place. It was a rapid test. Um, essentially, the appointment is just like your place in line for like the walk-in essentially. So you, you make the appointment and they give you a time and that's like when you can come so that you don't have to wait for hours. So... I get there. I text and say, I'm here. Um, They let me know when it's time for me to go inside. I go in. They take me to the back. They took my temperature. um, And then the lady took a freaking Q-tip and went up not one, but both of my freaking nostrils. And Mm -hmm. she went up there. And she didn't just go up. She went up and she, she, she swirled it around very aggressively. Tears poured out of both of my eyes. And the inside of my nose was bothering me pretty much the whole day. But um, I waited for about 15 minutes and they had my results for me. It was that easy. I am negative. (laughs) That easy. I do not have COVID. (laughs) It's just that easy, folks. Please go get tested. It's Well, I mean, it would be awesome if we were able, like if it was feasible for us to go like every other week or something and get tested. And just so you could stay on top of it. I'm going to see my mom and sister this weekend. I went to that drive-in concert and then I actually, they actually asked us to go up on the stage and sing. And, you know, they said the microphone was sanitized, but like there was a part of me that was like, was it, you know, and I had been like around people. So I just wanted to be on the safe side, got tested. And now I can have an enjoyable weekend with my family. Obviously we'll still wear masks and everything, but you know, it's nice to like have a little bit of a peace of mind with, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's good. I wish everyone I was around ever would, I would know that they were tested and negative. Mm -hmm. 
they probably wish that you were tested and negative too. I just feel like the chances. You went somewhere today. Yeah, but even even where I went, the chances I, I I think are low for me. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, like when I went to the driving shows outside the whole time, I wasn't like up close, really next to anybody. I was in my little cubicle area with the cars separating everybody. But still, you know, the it, it can pass. It can pass to people. So just have to be safe. You should always act as though you have it. And I'm, you know, people know me as a safe person, and they would say like I'm always safety first. And so I'm just, you know. I'm just here to advocate that everybody is safe, and that includes you, Joe. I'm. I think you've told me in the past I'm too cautious. So that doesn't I, mean that you can't get it. And I think because I think the difference is is that I think like putting your food in the corner for like two weeks is overkill. But like going outside of your house and being around other people, that's just like that's the that's the risk. That's the risk part. Yeah, but I, I, you do it much more than I do. No, I don't. Like, I literally went to that. That's the first event or anything I've been to was that drive-in show. I oh, the okay. whole week I have not left my house. I don't. That go makes anywhere. sense because I've been to all I don't zero to the, events. So I don't go to the grocery store. I do not go <laughs> to the pharmacy. I do not go anywhere. The only place I go is to drop to mail my merch, and I do that every other week. I mean, if you want to have a contest of who's more of a homebody it's definitely me that's just because you don't have anything to do it doesn't matter why (laughs) (laughs) the point is i win so don't guys so don't go toe to toe with me okay let me tell you guys about what we're going to do today so we let you guys know last week that we have a hotline now (laughs) um where you can call in and there he's 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 coughing now oh so like i said i need to get tested well I'm just saying. Um, so wait, go ahead and tell them that number, Joe. 213-394-9214. And if you're not like having your pencil nearby, it's in our Instagram bio. It's really easy. Mm-hmm. You go to our Instagram, you tap contact, and then our number it's will pop up. It's also in the podcast uh, description. Okay. So yeah, yeah just right underneath the podcast. Places. Guys, yeah, it's yeah. so easy. Please give us a call. Yeah. So the reason we're doing this is that we 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 messaged out yesterday. Hey, here's our number. Give us a call. And everybody's liking it. And everybody's putting this is such a good idea. And lol this Everybody. and he he ha ha mm-hmm. smiley face that. And then what I asked today, did anybody call? No. Not one of y'all motherfuckers called us. Okay, so we're here to show y'all what you're going to get if you do call us and what you guys missed out on this last week by not calling us. Okay, yeah, because what you're going to get is free quality feedback, Mm -hmm. whatever you say. You know, this episode, we're going to focus on answering some of life's toughest questions. You could leave a question. You could leave a comment. It doesn't matter. The point is, when you call the heavy friending hotline. Um, at 213-394-9214. You can, you'll leave a message. You're not going to talk to me. You're not going to talk to Laura. Don't worry about that. I know people are afraid to talk on the phone. Don't worry. You just leave a message and we'll listen to the message and maybe we'll play it on the podcast and we'll make fun of you. It's not scary. No, it's not a big deal. Yeah. We'll put your full name just like how we do with Nick Foster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll, we'll find your information and we'll say your phone number on the show yeah, so anyone can call you stuff. and bother you. But other than that, it's like, why Why wouldn't you guys call this strange number that was on the internet? Yeah, 
everyone likes to hear themselves talked about. Like everyone loves that, whether mm-hmm. it's positive or negative. Everyone wants to know, don't you? So this is like, you know, you could be a fly on the wall of a conversation about you. Okay. Yes. So do this. So call that phone number, call us. We're going to, we want to talk to y'all. This is, this is all we have. And, and not just Joe <laughs> and I, but this is all we have as a people right now right. is these little ways to communicate. Okay. So, so reach across the aisle. Yeah. That's a, Please. that's a <laughs> political reach, thing or something. Reach but across. Reach, reach around. Give us reach a reach around. around. The aisle. Yeah. Um, and and uh, yeah, do it for the people because the people in the year 3000, when they're going through the Smithsonian archives, they're going to want to know mm. what the questions were on people's minds. And they're going to mm. want to listen to this podcast and understand what friendship was like in the mm. year 2000. What do you think they'll say about us? You know, those people will they, about how brave we are and, and stuff. Well, it depends how we turn out, you know, after like mm, yeah. we've, we've not been doing great so far. Right. So yeah. they might think we're real stupid. Now, this podcast well, would prove true. otherwise. But well, there's we've said so many smart things on this. Well, podcast. we only say smart things. Actually, we have we have we're getting some new listeners recently who are are then messaging me that that have started at the beginning, right? And they're messaging me things that I've said, and okay. I'm I have no I don't remember any of it. I no. don't remember any of it. I'm like, what did I say? It's just wild stuff. I don't know? remember what we said at the beginning of this episode. That's true. Me either. We often we often forget. We often get off track. But we're going to get right back on track here. So we're going to start with our first question. Great. And what I did was, these are all from Quora. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it's a place where people go to ask, you know. um, Questions. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, philosophical questions, sometimes practical questions, and sometimes really dumb questions. Um, This first question, I'm going to start right, really hot right out of the gate. Okay. Uh, Why do, and, and, and listen, guys, you can trust all of our answers because we, Everything that we talk about is based on personal experience, life experience, and also just an expert opinion. So just feel comfortable knowing that we can really help with these things. So first question, why do demons need blood to be summoned? Wow. Okay. And and so we'll sit with that. So that's another thing that intelligent people do is they don't just talk. They Mm -hmm. they listen, they take it in, and they – they analyze it a little bit before they just start spouting off, you know, why. Okay. Well, because this this question is built upon the premise that you need blood to summon demons. For th- and that was their first mistake, right? Well, so, because yeah, we'll I mean we we've seen demons come unsummoned. There was no blood involved oh. and yet demons yeah. showed up. So again, yeah, I mean exactly. Yeah, it's sort of a dumb question, obviously. Well, it's it, yeah, it's obviously dumb. I mean, it, it is also, you know, I don't want to get into with y'all debate over demons, whether they're real. They are. We know that for a fact. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll just skip that part. Um, but yeah, why do demons need blood to be summoned? They don't. So, yeah, they don't need blood. Here's the thing, though. No. They're demons. They like blood. Blood is certainly going to encourage a demon to come out mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know, but other things can encourage demons exactly. to come out. It's not just blood, but blood is certainly like, um, you know, the demon's favorite food. Right. It's like a duck. You know, you can go to um, to the lake and you can bring some bread crumbs yes. and you can toss them out and ducks are going to come. But, you know, in other ways you have a duck call and you go, wah, wah, and, and then that brings it. There's a lot of That's different true. ways. 
So y'all have heard you, of a Ouija board? Yes. There's one way right out of the gate. I mean, that, that was one that, way. That's 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 like one of the main ways to summon a demon. You get a Ouija board. You ask it a question, and then next thing you know, you're you're talking in another language, right? Right. Um. So that's like right out of the gate, first way. That's a way. The uh, a favorite way of mine, uh, definitely around the holidays, is um, you go into the bathroom, and mm. maybe you use the bathroom first because you you ate a lot of. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, mm-hmm. pie and figgy stuff. pudding, figgy pudding. And, yeah. and then you're like, Oh, well, while I'm in here, I'll turn out the lights and then I'll whisper, you know, the name of, of a deceased, uh, demon. And then right. you just do it three times. The key is you yep. say the name three times. You Everybody don't need blood. That. You don't need don't blood. Need blood. Uh, another way is touch a cursed object. Okay. True. Uh, solve some sort of a archaic looking puzzle. That, that it opens a portal somewhere. That's There's true. just a lot of different ways. And so I think the main takeaway from this question is um, don't think so small. Yeah. Don't don't limit yourself so much. Don't. And and if you so have blood, great. But but you yeah. don't need blood. Right, right. I mean, there's incantations, there's chanting. Um, and also, you know, y- y- the question shouldn't be why, it should be how. And that's, that's a lot of times, you know, quit asking why and ask mm. how. Okay. Because that's an active question. How do I do this thing? Not why. Why is like, uh, for the birds, you know, we don't need Aristotle. We don't need, uh, you know, Confucius. Okay. We've had enough of that. Well, we want, we're, we're, we're doing, we're doing. I studied the teachings of Aristotle because I yes. majored in rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Yes. And of course, totally rhetoric, er, Aristotle described as the ability in any case to understand the available means of persuasion. So certainly I am a mm-hmm. student of Aristotle um, yes. and I appreciate his teachings and his wisdom. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a foundation, but you it's use a that to then. Right. Right. So there's, there's so many questions here that we're going to get to. Um, this one is... <laughs> and that we answered it great. So... Good job. That yeah, that was very good. Um, this one is is an interesting one, and yeah, I, I I'm, I'm going to ask your you to answer this one actually, Joe. I'd love to. Why would a girl frown after smiling to me and I didn't smile back? Why did she take oh. it so personally? Does she not realize I have more important things on my mind and am more busy with other things? This is a great question and mm-hmm. one that. Who better to answer than me, obviously. And obviously this question was written in a pre-pandemic, you know, maskless society. um, Because now the beauty is no one knows if you're smiling or frowning. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, you have to smile with your eyes. And, you you know, I don't know if I can do that. I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you don't smile a lot, so... Well, I'm, but I do do the thing in public because I was doing it even today when I went out in public. Mm-hmm. Like you, you smile mm-hmm. and just kind of like maybe like not even a full nod, but you just kind of like raise your head. Do you know what I'm talking about? Right. right. Like you just kind of smile and go, hmm. But yeah. then I realized no one knows I'm doing the hmm, mm-hmm. the smile. Well, I part. think, I think, uh, winks are going to start being a little bit more popular, less creepy and more. Um, you know, just a normal way of um, interacting with people. I think winks, I think finger guns are very cool. You know, oh, yeah. you do the mm-hmm. pow. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, they yeah. were cool, but now I think they're, they're functional cool, which makes them very cool. 
Well, that's always um, the best kind of cool is functional cool. That's that's what everyone cool. says. Um, yeah, because obviously, like a wave works, but finger guns are still much cooler. Well, yeah, especially if you hold it up to your mouth and you have the mask on, so they can't see you blowing, but they know you're doing the. Oh, and that's funnier because yeah. like I want to yeah, kill so myself because of this mask. Right. No, I didn't mean it in a kill yourself way. I meant like you shot it and then you blew it. Oh, I thought you were doing the one where you put your fake you put finger your in your head. mouth and you're like, Yeah, no, <sighs> no, we can't do that in this in this in this uh, day and age. We can't. I, and I was just supporting you. Anymore. I don't think that's a good idea either. But I was just thank trying you. To I be really appreciate positive. that. So let's get back to this guy. So anyway, um, she's. She's looking at you. She smiles. You don't smile. Mm-hmm. And then she frowns. That's the scenario. Right. Well, right. I mean, maybe she's practicing because when I was, this is a true story. When I was in, mm-hmm. and I might've said this before, but um, when I was in high school, I uh, I was practicing winking because I, I didn't think I knew how to wink. So in mm-hmm. uh, pre-calculus, with Mr. Schwartz, um, mm. I was just sort of sitting at my desk, not listening to his pre-calculus nonsense, which, That's by the way, I've boring. not used in my life. Don't need it. Don't need yeah. it. Um, and nobody needs it. It's We have computers. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'm sitting absentmindedly winking and just practicing the motion of winking. And then Mr. Right. Schwartz stops the class and says... Joe, are you winking at me? And right. and I I was upset, but I and I I understood where he was coming from. But I was just practicing, and I don't remember what I said after that. I just remember he stopped, and everyone looked at me, and it was like embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I think I probably just said no. <laughs> so. It's an interesting thing that he did for a couple reasons. Okay, yeah. One is he interrupted his class. He's teaching students, you know, there were some kids in there that maybe wanted to go into engineering school or whatever after that. Right. And he's teaching his class and and he stops his class, interrupts his class, first of all, which yeah. is something a child does. That's the kind of thing that, you know, you get in trouble for doing. So now the teacher is interrupting the class <laughs> to ask a meaningless question. Number two, what was he implying when he asked that question? You know what I mean? Joe, were you winking at me? What did he mean by that? Um, what was he saying? I don't know what, I don't know what the purpose of bringing it up was. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I was winking just, at him, right? Who, you know, whatever. Right. Maybe don't acknowledge something like that. It seems inappropriate. If you were winking, I would, I would just ignore it. Like, oh my God, this kid's winking at me. I'm going to act like, you know, it didn't happen. Yeah, or then, he could then to ask it. Yeah, to bring it up, I think was weird because he could have mm-hmm. even just said like, "Joe, everything okay?" And then I would have been like, "Oh shoot, he saw me winking at him." Right. <laughs> I'll stop right. winking at him. <laughs> but yeah, he he said, and maybe you know it was just something that caught him off guard, and he was confused. Yeah, and like he maybe was he like, thought you were having some sort of a seizure. Yeah, but then maybe, the question would be, yeah. Joe, are you having a seizure? Well, that's why I think Joe, are you okay? Is maybe a mm-hmm. better thing. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. he. So I mean, and I didn't plan on talking about Mr. Schwartz today, but this is uh, 
this is good to but get it off makes my perfect chest. Perfect sense. It makes perfect sense too. It makes perfect at, in, in, sense in terms of the question and everything. I see exactly where you're going. With yes. This. So, well, let me just quickly before I get back to the question, let me tell you about Mr. Schwartz. Maybe this yes. will inform why he would do this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Mr. Schwartz was um, he was a small man, and mm-hmm. um, he was probably youngish, although it was hard to tell. But he. Uh, so we, I, I don't know if this was before or after this, but he directed a couple plays at our school okay. and I, I tread the old boards yeah. and mm-hmm. um, I was in stuff, but I was usually in the comedic plays. So I didn't uh, necessarily want to audition when um, the diary of Anne Frank was being put on. Yeah. But Mr. Schwartz was directing it and Mr. Schwartz asked me, Joe, are you going to audition for The Diary of Anne Frank? And okay. I said, I wasn't planning on it. I don't, that's not really my kind of show. Okay. I don't think I would be good in this show. And so he like, but he like said, you know, sincerely, like, you really should audition. This would be, you know, great. And I was like, okay, I read you loud and clear. You need someone in you know you maybe you have me in mind for a particular role you need me audition and then you're going to give me the part right because he had uh directed me in uh in a different show that was a comedy mm-hmm. so i was like i'm a shoe in great uh, now i'll go happily audition so i auditioned mm-hmm. and then i didn't get any part in the show okay so, you know what? So this whole, you know, this whole Mr. Schwartz thing, I just, it's, yeah. tell me what it means, Laura. Well, you know, I think he was fucking with you. And I think he had it out for you, man. And I think when he said, see, at first when you said, Joe, are you winking at me? I thought he had some kind of sexual connotation there. Mm-hmm. But you know what I was thinking? I think I think he was doing a, are you talking to me type of thing at you? Are oh. you winking at me? Are you winking at me? I think that's what he was doing. Now that you told that story, I, I think he, I think he really had it out for you, Joe. I think he did, and I, I yeah, I would be so curious where the winking came in terms of all of this. You know, was it mm-hmm. after the first show I had done with him? Was right. it? You know, I, I, it's hard to tell because I do think that might matter to the context because perhaps I wink at him. And then he's like, what the hell? He's winking at me. And then he's like, oh, yeah, audition for the show. I'll show you. And then, you know, and then he's like, I gotcha. You don't wink at me. Or it may have gone, you auditioned for the show, you winked, and then you didn't get the part. Maybe he he went, wait a second. I can't have this kid winking at me all the fucking time. That's true. He he would be like, oh, he thinks, you know, if he winks and flirts with the director, he's going to get the part. Yeah. Exactly. So there's I a mean, lot of ways it could have gone if we could only, you know, get in touch with him. And, I would uh, love to get in touch with him because I'd be very curious. <laughs> He's a strange guy, though. I mean, I will say he was like he was a weird guy. Wouldn't it be funny to ask him, hey, you, you do you remember how you made me try out for the thing? You like you kind of guilted me into it and then you didn't give me a part. Can you explain that to me and just hear what he his explanation? Because it is pretty fucked up. You didn't want to do it. He kind of guilted you into doing it. And then he's like, nah. <laughs> it was weird. And I feel like that happens a lot. Like I got called uh, recently out of the blue 
or like on like LinkedIn. They're like, oh, we love your resume. We'd love to talk to you. And I'm like, all right, yeah. whatever. And then so like I did a call and then I did another, like I had two calls and then they're like, oh yeah, we're not interested. And I'm like, it's like I didn't want to be a part of your process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, people, it's a, it's a, and, and we'll go back to this guy, you know, the, the smile, the frown, it could have been a power play. People are power playing okay. <laughs> you all day long, people. You need to know that. The most innocent of interactions, power play. True. All the time. Exactly. But it's I, a what mind I, fuck. I was going to say that maybe she was practicing yeah. smiling yeah. and frowning. Right. Right. So. And that could have been it. That could have been it. It could have been, been as innocent it. as that. But it also could have been a power play. You guys can't let your guard down. Every time a, you get a text, a DM, just know somebody's fucking with you. Okay? It's never innocent. It's never innocuous. Really read in between the lines. Yes. You know? Never okay? take things at face value. No, never. It, it never, never leads anywhere good uh, when we're just normal and nice to each mm-hmm. other. True. It never. It never pans out. Um, cool. So I feel like we answered that question amazingly as well. Yeah. Um, you know, one, one, one type of thing that people, I know people are going to call in about when they do start calling in um, is love. Oh. Uh, matters of the heart. It's, it's something we all question and we all need, you know, we all go to our friends for advice when it comes to love. Um, so this is a great question here from someone who, is in a relationship and is having some issues. Mm-hmm. If you're not in love with the person anymore, how do you tell them that you don't want to be in a relationship with them and that you're pregnant by the person you've been seeing? Whoa. So. So that pregnant part was the mm-hmm. hard part, I think. Well, what I like about this question is, again, it's not a why. <laughs> the, the first two, why did she do this? The, the first one, why, why do you have mm-hmm. to use blood? This one is, how do I tell them? That's so true. I think there's a lot of creative ways you could do it. Okay. okay? Um, you could do, now right off the top of my head, I'm thinking gender reveal party where you make the person <laughs> you're with think they are the father. Oh, no. Then in lieu of a gender reveal, when you pop the balloon or cut into the cake or open the envelope, maybe he opens the envelope and the message inside says, surprise, you are not the father. Mm. So it's more of like a paternity reveal. So So that's one way. Well, and the reason, just to piggyback, um, the reason people do gender reveal parties is so that if if it turns out to be the specific gender that you don't want your child to be, Mm -hmm. the party atmosphere takes over and you have no choice but to smile. And so I think you're right, Laura. I think making this non-father learn he's not the father is very helpful because Mm -hmm. he'll be sucked into the streamers and the the music and and then he'll have no choice but to smile. And then you'll never have to talk about it again. Yeah, then you just, you know, and and what would be smart is maybe have his things packed, him or her, have their things packed Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, somewhere in the house where they don't know. And then when the party's over and everyone's, you know, leaving, you can say, it's, you know, it's been nice and your things are, you know, at the front door. And then they can leave with the rest of the party guests and it's, you know. Everyone leaves most parties with luggage. So it it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, you'll give out party favors. And so they'll you'll have a little bag. Luggage. Yeah. And and also I would be very polite and I would definitely advise that you do give a gift bag to that person um, who mm-hmm. you are dating That's uh, currently true. as well because you don't want to leave them out. And, and if you don't give them a gift bag, that could, you know, potentially cause – that could be where it, it – it tilts the opposite direction and could go from a party and, and fun time uh, where they found out that you've been having an affair with someone and is pregnant with someone else's child to, you know, how could you not, you know, give me the, the party favor back. So that's a great, great, great point. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways to do it. You know, there's a lot of ways I, you know, a fun way to me to, to do things sometimes is take a real steamy shower and write, you know, in the steam. And mm. then when the next person comes in, then it steams up and then they see the message, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't even have to say it out loud that way. And then it just kind of disappears when they get out of the shower. And um, I think that's a great way to do it too. And you probably want to do that when they're in the shower on their own. Um, yeah. there's, just, there's just a lot of ways. I say be creative and don't just do what everyone else does. Try to think of a different, unique way um, to go about that. I have a quick way. I watched the movie, uh, the classic movie, Fiddler on the Roof, uh, recently. Yes. Have, have you yes. seen that? Um, yes, and, and you told me recently that you watched yeah. it. it. must really be on your mind. must really I, stayed with you. Well, that was a movie we watched growing up. That was my actually, my speaking of my theater career, that was the first show I was in. And uh, oh. yeah, so I guess it really means a lot to me. Um, but in that Play was, musical. Wait, wait, was it was short, Mr. Schwartz? No, this was pre-Schwartz. Okay. 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 This was when this was a high school production when I was like in um, you know, I don't know, middle school or elementary school or oh, something. Okay. Because I, I, I we were me and my brother were playing like the little kids in the movie. Okay. Right. So we yeah, compared to the high schoolers, we were mm-hmm. we were little kids. Mm-hmm. Um so anyway, and that really probably started my whole theater. Oh yeah, thing. You got the bug. You I got, got the, the bug. bug. You know, <laughs> it happens to all of us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that old bug, and it's not coronavirus, guys. Okay, <laughs> it is oh, not. It is not. But it is. Oh. It is as debilitating oh, when you my God, when you deadly. just you feel the need to be up there and get the audience oh, on your yes. side. Oh yes. Um, but in that show, as you'll recall. The uh, the lead the lead Tevya, of course, mm. uh, he right. he has a he has a problem where his daughter Zaitl, um, of course, yes. wants to. <laughs> you know the story. She wants to marry the tailor, of course. Model the tailor, <laughs> of course. Of course. But, and Tevia, of course, he gives the permission before talking to his wife. And and so oh. Tevia is in a little bit of a conundrum. How do I tell my wife that I've given my daughter's idol to uh, permission to marry Model the tailor? Um, right. Because, of course, she wanted uh, uh, her daughter's idol to marry the town butcher. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Laser Wolf, that's the butcher. I was trying to think of who the So of course Laser Wolf, you know, the night before and you all you know this. I'm just doing this in case course, people are course, listening who course. haven't seen it. But of course, of course. Uh, Tevia and Laser Wolf uh the night before go out and drink and and Tevia says, "Yes, Laser Wolf, you can marry my daughter's idol." And uh 
everything seems fine and dandy until the next day model shows up and he's like, Hey, I want to marry your daughter's idol. And Zidal's like, I actually like model better than laser wolf. I don't like mm-hmm. laser wolf at all. I don't want to marry mm-hmm. him. He's, he's mm-hmm. much older than I am. Mm-hmm. And so Tevia, he's got this, this problem, but he comes up with a little scheme where he, uh, he, he's in bed with his wife and, yeah. and he, he wakes up and he, he's panting like he's had some sort of nightmare. And he says, mm. sweetie, my wife, I had this dream where Laser Wolf's, uh, you know, uh, wife who, who had passed away, she came to me in the dream and said, oh, I can't, I can't, uh, you can't have Zytle marry Laser Wolf and he should, she should marry, you know, the tailor. But the, okay. But the point of that story is that yes, just say yes. a dream, you had a dream. Yeah. And the dream said that you need to break up. But you also so. have to say that you're pregnant. But he doesn't. So if, I if he's say, out of the picture, I had you, you a, don't have I to say, say. I have a dream. I had a dream, and we need to break up. And by the and and then I would let that sink in, and then I'd say, "By the way, I'm pregnant." And then I would let that sink in, and then I would say, "Oh, and also, by the way, it's not yours." And that's how I would do it because I like to be honest. I like to do full transparency. Because you know what's going to happen if you don't do that, they're gonna they're gonna leave and they're gonna think you had this amicable breakup, and then you're gonna fucking be really pregnant, and they're gonna start putting two and two together, and they're gonna start doing the mm. math, and next thing you went from a happy breakup to now you're enemies. And well, if you just say, "By the way, I'm pregnant. By the way, it's not yours," you can be friends. You can stay friends. So okay. that is just um, you know. I think the way to do it. Maybe you watch the movie uh, version of the stage show Fiddler on the Roof. That's and, that's the first step. And as you watch it, you'll realize that love, you know, means so many different things when you look at the mm. three daughters of Tevia. Um mm. and you know, they each kind of fell for a different kind of man. And right. and then maybe you can say, you know, when we started dating, I was a idol. And, you know, uh, you right. were a, you were a model, but right. then, you know, eventually you're one of the other sisters whose names I forget. And, right. you know, you want of to marry course, the, of one of the Russian, I think he's Russian, one of the Russian guys. So, you know, lesson here is, you know, you can just learn a lot from um, Fiddler on the Roof specifically, but also movies. Um, yes. You can get a lot of good life um, advice just from watching a film, you know? There's and, a, there's a lot of them. And Fiddler there. on the Roof, I should say, if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's it's uh, two VHSs long. Guys, I um, could honestly, I could, uh, I can vouch. This guy's been talking about Fiddler on the Roof for a couple weeks now, so it's really, it's really, it's very good. Done a number on him, you know. It's, this is really, it's shaking him. Well, to people, his core. People talk about Hamilton, and mm-hmm. I say, you know, have you have you heard the story of Tevia? Right. And Laser Wolf. Of course. Laser Wolf the Butcher. Right. So guys, you know, here's the deal. 
you just heard us think about the attention to detail that we just put <laughs> into every one of those questions and think about yeah. not only did we offer solutions, we offered explanations. We told personal anecdotes. We really got in there. So this is what we're, what we offer to you. This is how, you know, free. this can help you in so many free. Free, by the way. So, you know, nowadays it's a fucking, uh, it's a, it's a money game everywhere you look. They, oh, you want to, you want this, you want that. It's always money, 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 money. We don't, we're not about that here. Okay. Our, our currency, our currency is friendship. Okay. Our currency is, is interpersonal relationship is growing a friendship, growing a relationship. That's how we make our money, our soul money. Okay. That's a currency we operate in. So it's not about, you know, dollars and cents for us. You know what it's about? It's about love and common sense. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. So thank you for saying that. And, and also take note, you know, guys, when you're, you're thinking about your call, um, that you're going to do probably at the end of this episode, these questions aren't entirely friendship based, you know, right. What makes it a friendship related question is that us, Joe and Laura, your friends are going to answer it. We're going to give you advice Mm -hmm. like friends. So, you know, it could literally be, Hey, my car's making like a strange sound. What do you advise I do? And, and Laura and I will give you great advice on what to do with that. We definitely will. And also it's, it's, um, it doesn't have to be a question. It could be a story. It could be, hey, guys, you brighten my mm. fucking day. Yes. You're the reason I get out of bed in the morning. We, you know, we're, we'll love that too. So really, it's just anything. You can get on here and just curse. You can get on here and sometimes you got to scream and you can just go, mm-hmm. ah! you know, as loud as you can. And True. and we will play that. We will play that at full volume yes. on this podcast. So. Um, you know, keep that in mind. Um, we're here for you. We're always here for you. And that's, this is why we do what we do. Yes. Th- good, so, great, thank you. great job. Thank you all so much for listening to Heavy Friending this week. Um, we, um, it's been a pleasure. We, we always love doing this show and we're going to, we're going to answer a couple more questions on our bonus, uh, Patreon. So yep. guys, y- you got to hop over and please leave us, uh, some message of some kind. Yeah, let us know that someone's uh, listening. Also, the that the episodes. phone number works because it's hard to oh, tell. Yeah, yeah, the phone number. The phone number. Um, yeah, call us again. The number is. The number is 213 394 9214. It's just that easy to remember. And uh, to listen to the bonus episode, you go to patreon.com slash heavy friending, pledge any amount of money, and you will get access to all these extra special bonus episodes. Um, who knows what the questions we'll be answering in, in the bonus. So thank you guys so much for listening to Happy Friending. Joe Morris signing oh, off. Bye. <laughs> I don't know. We, we should have a tagline that we, we say. Maybe someone could and leave that as a message. F- that's true. If you guys think of a tagline, we'd love, we'd love uh, actually your advice on that. Yeah, the help us. Has turned. Why do we got to do all the work? We got to do all the work, mister. (laughs) Okay. We did it. Boom. I meant stop.